Good day. You're listening to Free City Radio. This is the 145th edition. Thanks for being with us. I'm Stefan Christoph. On the episode today, I'm going to be sharing a conversation with Ele Sofasara, who is a Sami choreographer, artist. She worked on an amazing piece last year called The Answer is Land. I was able to see that uh, performed live in Berlin. And it mixes collective singing, narratives about anti-colonial resilience and resistance within Sami communities, um, looking at both the individual and the collective uh, identities and how those moments of tension are expressed both internally and externally within the Sami experience. The Answer is Land is a wonderful piece And I wanted to share my conversation with Ele here on Free City Radio. Um, It was recorded in the fall. And this piece will be presented at the FTA Festival uh, in Montreal in 2023. If you could just first start um, with introducing yourself. I was lucky to see your piece, The Answer is Land, in Berlin. Uh, Beautiful work that mixes... um, sound, music, performance, dance, um, and it looks at uh, the relationship in many ways between community and land uh, for Sami people. Uh, I know that your work is very specific to your own community and your own experience, but maybe just first, um, if you could just start by introducing yourself and share with us just briefly a bit about this piece. Mm. Yeah, my name is uh, Elle Sofasara, and I am um, a choreographer and director. And I made this piece, Vasta Dus Anna, The Answer is Land, together with uh, Sami composer Frode Fjellheim. Uh, and um, the polyphonic yoiking, the traditional Sami song, was kind of almost the starting point of my idea. So. Um, um, through that the composer got in the project very early and yeah the the performance is like is this connection to land and this also this broken connection to land and maybe the broken connection we have to our own selves and our bodies as well so it's also this link between ourselves or the body and the land and yeah actually being uh, belonging together or yeah so and a lot of things come from my own background as a Sami living in the north in the arctic and um, yeah but uh, also we work with kind of universal themes and this kind of human that we as human, that it's not about them and us, but it's about us. I'd love to explore more of those points for people who didn't see the work um, and maybe aren't familiar with the polyphonic singing. If you could just describe a bit that aspect of the piece and why, why that was so central to the work that you presented. Yeah, so um, we have yoiking, which is the Sami traditional singing, uh, but that is uh, most often done alone, that one and one person does it, or that you yoik together, but then in the same melody and tone. But um, uh, 
The composer Frode Fjellheim had worked with polyphonic singing and joiking before, and I think it's such a strong, strong thing to do when you sing together. It's um, I think many people can relate to that if you sing together in church or you sing birthday song or there is very much healing in singing together or being together. So I think that's why I wanted to have that. And then also to to challenge also our own tradition that we could add polyphonic joiking, that it mm. it is also something mm. yeah, part mm. of us. And um, many things like in the Sami community, many yoiks are also lost because of the colonization and because of the, it was looked as sin in the Christian um, churches and these things. So, so it's also somehow to to finding out. Like, even though I have heard yoik in my youth, I think it's all also a little bit. I mean, there is more to explore, I feel, and more to, yeah, how we can use yoik today to heal ourselves or to feel better or, yeah. Mm -hmm. One point of tension I felt in the piece, and please, um, I would would love to hear your thoughts of it about this. I'm not sure if it's accurate, but there's one section uh, in the performance where you see uh, one of the participants um, really struggling with she's both expressing herself she's moving a lot within uh, the context of a performance where you see a very strong unity for the first section and both in song and in movement um, and the polyphonic singing and it's broken at a certain point and in seeing that I thought a lot about the struggles of you know, many communities to find points of unity where you might have a joint struggle, but everybody also has their own experience and their own emotional worlds. And coming to points of unity can be very difficult. Um, I would love if you could share a bit about that part of the performance and, and what you were thinking uh, when when you incorporated that aspect. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's a very strong point and very important um, part of the performance. Um, And I think that it's um, a little bit about this kind of inner and outer struggle somehow. Um, And I think as indigenous, as Sami people, we often, uh, when we are portrayed in the media, it's often about the outer struggles like um, land struggles or uh, rights, uh, fighting for our rights, um, but but there are also ma- very many internal struggles inside family or mental illness um, that of, often comes from colon- colonization, but that are kind of left for oursel- ourselves to deal with, or often the women in the family to deal with, to fix, because we have uh, many big struggles like land rights for example so the inner struggles often get get second place in what is important so I wanted to have this kind of inner struggle and this kind of also this because 
in that point before this part, we are very strong, we are very unit, and also the the dancer who um, gets like a mental breakdown or something is also very strong, but it's it's kind of a contrast to that, that also something that is very strong, that feels like it has a lot of power, can also be uh, broken in a very easy way, kind of. So it's, uh, yeah. When we think about um, that process of healing and cultural reclamation and assertion, which you feel in your piece um, within the context of the Sami, uh, I think on this program particularly, we talk a lot with artists who are dealing with questions of um, struggles against colonialism and you know contemporary manifestations of that in the arts. Um, often, I think people, when they conceptualize the idea of a European identity, they don't think about internal colonization within Europe. And so I think more and more people are becoming aware of the Sami struggles that cross many borderlines, drawn imaginary colonial borderlines, Russia, Finland, Norway, Sweden, and I believe some other locations too. Um, But these borders are imaginary culturally um, in a lot of ways. So can you just maybe share with us, just locate us a bit, contextualize for us a bit, uh, just the, the, the cultural um, framework of, of the Sami and how it really challenges the concept of Europe? Well, I'm not a historian, so I don't know so much the facts, but um, like in this performance, we use both newly composed yoiks but also yoiks that belong to different places in Satmi and those are both on Russian side, Finnish side, Norwegian side and Swedish sides. So like uh, like you say that there are actually no borders in Satmi. We speak the same language even though it's in uh, <laughs> if it's in Norway or Finland or Sweden. So um yeah i think it's a it's a very beautiful thing actually that that we still have this um of course there are challenges because there <laughs> we live in four different states uh, but um yeah the sami people live in in four different countries and uh, your creation in that context is also very local and i heard you speaking in berlin about your own roots and your own sort of commitment to community, despite your efforts to share work internationally. How do you, um, uh, could you speak a bit about that as an artist, your decision to sort of have a, a location that is important to you, a community base that, that also relates to cultural tradition, but also finding a way to share that cultural uh, voice internationally. That's a lot to balance. Yeah, I think uh, I like found dance when I was like 16. And when I then realized that this was something, I just started to do it all the time. I went to schools uh, and I moved away from home when I was 16. Uh, and I moved also to London to study dance and kind of dedicated my life to that. Uh, which which is something beautiful and like uh, I really found my language uh, but at the same time when being away 
from home for a long time and always traveling, doing new projects. You kind of also never get rooted somehow. You, you, so I, I found what, at one point that I, I need to move back. I need to go to the land where I belong. And so this was a very clear like choice in my life. I did the master's degree in choreography and kind of got the network in Oslo and people said that, yeah, you should now live here and don't move, move to north and disappear from us. But I, I really felt that for me to, to be able to be a human, uh, a whole human, I need to be with my family, speak my language, and be close to the land and the reindeers. So, yeah, I I um, I, I I had uh, gone to that place that I felt that okay, my creative work and my dancing work, it, it just need to adjust to to my choice of lifestyle and my choice of yeah location. So. Well, in so many ways, the, the name of the piece speaks to what you are, are talking about right now. Um, and I know that you've created and presented a lot of different work, and you're working on a new piece now, but the answer is land. Um, back to this piece, uh, because it mixes so many elements, there's sort of, although it's singing, dance, and movement, you feel these different stories happening within the piece. Um, and also you see different... Um, uh, participants, dancers, singers, uh, sort of taking a front uh, role. And I really appreciated how there I could sort of sketch out different stories. And at different moments, different dancers would um, almost like, uh, after the breakdown moment that we talked about, I felt there was a few of the performers who were sort of, um, it seemed like calling for a way to come to terms with what had happened, but not also shaming that person for what they expressed, you know? And I really appreciated that aspect of the piece too, that it was the person, there was one of the dancers who was obviously in distress and the response was not a, a response of violence, but a response of, of action, but compassionate action. I don't know if that's a correct reading. Hmm. Yeah, I like to hear more. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's true. So we we have worked a lot on that part, and also how to kind of move on from there. And I think also the nature of the yoiks and the melodies we have. In the end, there are true traditional melodies that we use, and where we also wow. have added, arranged these polyphonic things. So they are really old melodies um, and I think that the nature of the yoiks uh, made us also that that last part of the performance is very like I feel it's like nature it's um, we lose a little bit this kind of time understanding of time of this mm. li linear time so it, it becomes more the understanding of time becomes very different. And um, I think many people can relate to that when you are in nature or when you really relax, there is some sort of eternity feeling in this. Yeah, so that's uh, how we kind of then um, 
worked that <laughs> also with the title the answer is land or yeah like to really yeah dive into that I also got a very strong sense from this piece of the amount of rehearsal and performance and collective work that went into it for the 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 polyphonic singing and for the movements where there's sort of echoing different steps and it's very involved uh yeah and i just was just really blown away by how open and and spiritual the piece was but also how how strong and organized it was which is not often the case where you sort of have both of those things was how how was it to work on the piece it must have taken a, a very long time to to pull that together yeah it was uh it was very challenging process because it was the first time I had seven performers and um, they were also singers, yoikers and dancers. So they had kind of very different background and uh, not everyone works professionally only with that. So we had to like work a lot to find the yeah, how to perform this and what kind of mood they are in and yeah so we have very different understanding of of performance and what this would make but it 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 is a at the same time it we we were just like the seven women and me eight women just making it and working it out because we also had a short time there was the corona epidemics we didn't have any audience anyone in before the premiere so it was also very vulnerable because we didn't really have uh, yeah we just like okay we're gonna do it and uh, if there comes restrictions we're gonna have premiere we're gonna film it we that we will not like um uh, yeah uh, many people also um postponed things but we we were like no we're gonna do this and uh, yeah, so I think that kind of also is in the performance, actually, that we, we were like, it was us against the world or something like that. So, yeah, I think it's a great team and it, they are so important for the outcome. So I, I wouldn't say it's my performance, it's our, our work. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, maybe just to end, if you could... Um, for people who have heard you describing this piece, maybe haven't had the chance to see it, um, if you could share a bit about where you're at, where people could go to learn more about what you do, um, and also just any reflections you have on the choice you've made to share and to assert you know, the Sami cultural uh, voice in the world. Um, it's uh, something that you've taken to different places, and I'm sure it's not a simple process. This performance has liked, um, yeah, The Answer is Land is like the first performance where I really show internationally many times before I have shown now and then, but this is, feels like a really, we're booked quite a lot and uh, we're also touring in Norway. So it's a really a, a journey for me and my career as well. Um, 
And right now I'm developing a new performance for Carte Blanche, which, which is a contemporary dance company in Norway. And I'm also developing my first feature film, which is uh, going to be a Joik musical called Arru. And so I'm doing uh, several projects that feel very important and also kind of in a bigger scale than I have done before. So it feels nice. Respect, respect. We'll share your website and where people can learn more information about you. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak today. Yeah, great. Of course, of course. That was a conversation with Ele Sofasara, uh, who is a choreographer and a dancer, artist, who creates work about the Sami experience, uh, an Indigenous experience that traverses four countries, as we heard about, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Russia. This is uh, wonderful work. Uh, the Answers Land will be presented this year at the Festival Transamérique, uh, the FTA, in Montreal. This has been the 145th edition of Free City Radio. We have a new episode every week, and I'm your host, Stefan Christoph. I'm recording this uh, introduction in Berlin. And I'm really happy to share the program with you today and the conversation with Ele. We air every week on CKUT 90.3 FM at 11 o'clock on Wednesdays on CJLO 1690 AM, also in GeoGeage in Montreal on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. On CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg at 8 a.m. on Tuesdays, that is in Treaty 1 territory of the Métis Nation. On CFRC, 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, at 11.30 on Wednesdays, and also on CFUV, 101.9 FM in Victoria, British Columbia, on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. You can find us through Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just look up Free City Radio. All of our archives are available through soundcloud.com slash freecityradio. And to finish the broadcast today, I am going to feature an excerpt of audio from Ele Sofasara's work uh, from The Answer's Land. And we also will hear a bit of music from A Secret Pyramid, uh, who is a wonderful ambient artist based in Vancouver. I'll talk to you next week and thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>